Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Tesbov, Pasuk Aleph, by Yedihi Devar Hashem, Eli Lemar. And with your indulgence, I would just like to dedicate the shir to the alias neshama of Imi Marasi Sarabas Yaakov. May she continue to be a Melitz Yosher to all of us. So Tesvav, Perak Tesvav is one of the shortest, if not the shortest parrot in Yechezkel. Eight psukim. The one that follows, Tesayin, is one of the longest, 63 psukim, as we will see in Mir Hashem when we begin it on Monday. And they are connected because Tesvav gives us a mushal, a parable, and Tesayin will explain it in detail. Basically, the parable is comparing B'nai Yisrael to the vine, the grape producing vine. We've seen this before. Perakeh of Yeshayahu describes how the Kaddish Baruch Hu nurtured and cared for this vineyard and took care of the grapes and took care of the irrigation and then when they found that they was disappointing, the grapes were sour, um, he just turned away from the whole vineyard. And indeed, B'nai Yisrael is often compared to a vineyard or a vine that produces grapes. We know that yayin, which we make out of the grapes, has a very special significance in our Jewish practice. We bless Chas and Mekala, that they be like the Inve HaGefen, the fruit of the grapes. The bracha we make over the fruit of the grape, the Yayin, is the most specific bracha that it comes from a parent body that has even a lesser bracha, the grape, because it exceeds the parent body that it came from. So Yayin is such an important component of our ritual, of our observance, of our happy occasions. But what happens is that the vine's only purpose, as we're going to see, its only functionality is if it is producing grapes. If it is not producing grapes, it is useless. Truth is, it can't be used for anything. It's not for building purposes. It can't even be burnt for long. It can't be used for any other purpose other than grape. It has no other function. It ceases to exist. And so the implication here is B'nai Yisrael, that as long as they are doing the function they have been created for, and the function we ascribe to them, or to us, is that we be a ma'or hagola, that we be a light to all the other nations. And that once we fail to do that, or we stop doing that, the Navi is gonna say that our functionality ceases. We have no purpose. We're just a vine, a soft piece of um, growth that has absolutely no use for anything else, as we're gonna see. And we see it in our in Torah, for example, the before should bring two great examples. One is the Bechor, you're the firstborn. The firstborn was intended to be the Kohanim of B'nai Yisrael. What happened was, 
at the Eyal Hazahov, the golden calf, they participated and they lost their potential. After that, the Kaddish Baruch Hu did not want them as Kohanim. That's where we select Kohanim. The Bechor serves as a Bechor. It ceased to have its main function. Classic example the Malbin gives is we know we give the first Bechor of a donkey, a chamor, Peter Rechem chamor, to the Kohen. It's a very exalted gift being the firstborn of a donkey. And yet, if the person fails to give that animal to the Kohen, its neck is broken. It's killed by breaking its neck. In other words, it ceased to have any functionality. And so what the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, as it were, that you are not living your potential, you are not doing what you were created for, I have no use for you. So, Billy, are we saying that B'nai Yisrael is then even lower, let's say, not on the same level as other people? Because, or, or are we saying that everyone other than B'nai Yisrael is, has no purpose? I mean, what's the, what's the kind of implication of that? The impl- and I'm not saying it. The implication is that they were created to be a light for the Gaula. They were a light to nations. Their purpose was to exalt the name of the Kaddish Baruch They're not doing it. So they failed to do it. You're going to see. So we're just one of many then, or, or, or even worse than that? One, you mean, one of many nations, or just... No, it's, I'm not. Segula. We are, we are a chosen people. You know, lo mi rubchem b'charti esnem. I didn't choose you for your numbers. So there's no reason for us to exist is what you're saying. It's not what I'm saying, but but read this and tell me if you don't come up with the conclusion you just stated. So let's begin. What makes the vine that grows grapes greater than any other tree? What distinguishes it? What makes it greater than any tree that grows in the forest? Because if it's not producing grapes, let's say, can we take the vine and make it a subject of work or labor, like construction material? No. Can we make a peg? Is it hard enough to make a peg to stick in the wall and hang a utensil? No, it's not. It's a soft piece of useless bast material. And can you give it as firewood? Can you give it into the fire? As snake it sows up when its two ends have been burned. The Soho Nochar and its center has been burned. Can it be used for work? No. In other words, the significance of its burnt on two ends is that the previous uh, destruction uh, or capture by Sancheirev and the other exile of Tzitkiyahu, um, it renders it a burnt useless vine that's not producing grapes, can't construct, can't hang a peg on it. 
When it's like that, when it's just plain, vast material, let's say, you can't do work. It can only be used to be thrown into the fire. It says consume it. And cannot be used again for any work. It ceases its total functionality. Lochain, therefore, Koamar Shemalokim, Kasher Eitz Hagefen Be Eitz Hayar, Ashenesativ La Eish La Akla. I have given the vine, the non producing vine, like forest wood, to put into the fire, and it only will last a short time. Kain Nasati Esh Yosre Yerushalayim. Now you're getting the nimshal, the contrast. Thus I have done to Yosra Yushalayim. What we're saying is that, and we're going to see this develop further, that fire is a great form of kapara for B'nai Yisrael. It purifies them as it were, and you start over again. And I will turn my face to them with the fire of Yotsu, for Eish Tochlom, the fire will consume them, and you will see that I am the Kaddish Baruch Hu when I have turned my face to them in my anger. And I will make the land totally desolate. Because they have been treacherous with me, Hashem Elohim that they have dealt with me treacherously, and the only answer, the only solution, is into the fire, a temporary purpose. Now, the Novi also refers to that, yes, once before they were thrown into the fire, this is previous, and yet they emerged. That was under Sancheriv. They were destined for destruction, a miraculous last-minute salvation. We know where 185,000 of Sancheiro's troops die in its sleep. But this time, the fire is inevitable. So again, to just quickly summarize, we are created here for a purpose. Like the vineyard, like the vine, it's to grow grapes. If it grows grapes, it is the centerpiece of our religion in terms of, of ritual celebration, in terms of holiday, in terms of Kiddush on Shabbos. If it doesn't grow grapes, it's a useless piece of wood that doesn't serve any other function. This is the contrast, unfortunately, the Navi is saying to us, we have achieved that status. We're not doing our assigned tasks. We are not living to our potential, the remedy is destruction. It's a terrible way to end Erev Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, but in Mirza Hashem, we will get to the Nechama Monday. We were created to be all the good, so we have the potential to be all the good. And we're still here. And we're still here, so so it shouldn't be a negative, not a negative, we can end on a positive. And yet we are still here, you are 100% right, but we are here because of the purification. That's it. In other words, the fire purifies us as a kapara. But in Yitz Hashem, yes, you're going to see the Nechama, and you're going to see, of course, as you've described, the greatest miracle in the world is that we're still here. We are still here, 
and we are still in exile with no you know, central authority, etc. It is the miracle of all time. There's, there's, another there's another implication, though, for me, is that the Jewish people survive, but the whole thing has to, it has to be, the Jews have to be in Israel, otherwise, because why destroy the land if the Jews outside of the land are still... Begolos, no question. If they're in Golas, right? They're still a, the, the light unto the nations, but what's the purpose of destroying Eretz Israel if there's no connection? You have to have both, maybe. 100% right. 100% right, and that's a perfect way to end. 8.45 Monday morning, Nechama will come out of this after a lengthy dissection of this nimshal from this example. Ad Khan.